Hopefully they start getting kind of weird. Episode 216, the boys are back in the booth. You got your host, Ted, Kenner Pa, whatever you want to call me, and I'm with Hal this week. Hal, how's it going, buddy? It's been a minute. Been a minute, dude. Good to be back. Happy to talk some hockey. Free agent frenzy was over. Uh, used to be one of our favorite days of the year. but July like, 1st. July 1st was chicken wings, beers, and, and fucking Craig Button. So how'd you feel about July 28th? Didn't, uh, hit, the, didn't hit the same for me. They got to bring that back to July 1st. Did you watch all day? Uh, yeah, but like on the poor man's NHL network, I got rid of ESPN, uh, plus I, I grabbed, why did I grab that? Was that for like the draft or the draft lottery? I grabbed it not that long ago. It came with Hulu and Disney, but, um, right now I have to start saving some serious money in my life. So I got rid of it. So I was just on NHL network. I did the show with Brett Merriman and, uh, DJ and NRD. So that was kind of fun, but yeah, I was just updating my phone all day. Just. Twitter, just refresh, refresh, refresh. And how about you? What were, what were you up to? Probably work. On a Friday. Yeah, I was working. I didn't like see a goddamn thing. It sucks. I just brings me back summer vacation as a child, going over to Fever Boy Rex's house and eating chicken wings. Miss it? You know, yeah, man, dude. Times are so simpler back then when all we, like our biggest worry in the world was like, what were you getting at wings over? Yeah. Yeah. I remember having to like ask my parents. Cat got jet like, fuel. Just got for, like, shit extra up. money. It was like, no, like I'm going to Wings over today. Can I like get another five? Like I'll pay you back when I get a job someday. That's what I'm saying. Is somebody gonna be doing the grape soda, or is everybody sticking with orange soda today? Right. Like God <laughs> damn it! Great. What happened? It's, it's been a while, but as I mentioned, I am saving money. I just kind of want to make a brief announcement. Uh, I have decided to take my talents to Nashville, Tennessee. I don't know if we've talked about that really on the pod yet, or if it's been confirmed, but. I'll be down there in the next couple of weeks. Um, I just want my Rangers faithful to know I'm still a diehard Rangers fan. However, my West Coast team will be the Nashville Predators now. I'm going to try to go to as many games as I can. Um, I already have October 21st Rangers Predators down there. I already got tickets for that. And then the Chris Stapleton concerts the next night. So I got tickets for that too. So uh, pretty pumped though. It should, should be a good time, Hal. Yeah, I'm pumped to visit. I'm not like personally a Tennessee guy, but I see the charm. I think you'll fit in great. Uh, and you know, anyone listening to this podcast, who's like lived at one place your whole life. I respect your loyalty, right? We, we talk about guys on the podcast where, where they like their lifers for one franchise and they're so reliable, like Elias, right? Collins, um, Collins, middle Grove. But just like these guys that signed the other day, Ken needs to let his, uh, wings fly. He tested the market, found a spot in Nashville, new city, new you. I don't know. I think if it feels good, it'll be nice to leave. Like you're like arguably one of the biggest homebodies I know. Yeah, it's gonna be different not living in Middle Grove, but like I'm pumped to see what the South is like. I think that's gonna be kind of cool. And uh, the the girlfriend lives down there, so I think we're doing like weekend trips where like we're gonna go camping or like try out like different cities in the surrounding area or different states and stuff. So there's a lot of cool shit to do down there. You're already a river guy, and I feel like in order to enjoy water. In the south, you kind of need to be a river guy. So you got that one checked off. <laughs> yeah, and the nearest lake to Nashville is only 15 minutes away. I'm really interested to see what Nashville's like because to me it's supposed to be like a city, right? But 
I just don't think it's going to be that much bigger than Saratoga. Is I that think weird that, to think that? Yeah, I think so. I think you're a little off there. Like, I think okay. it's pretty fucking big. I know. I don't think it's like Chicago, New York level. I, maybe it's like Boston or smaller. I mean, I mean, dude, I've only been to New York City and Boston. There's no way Nashville's bigger than Boston. Like, Boston's pretty massive. New York City's pretty massive. I feel like Nat. Like, mate, is it anything like San Diego? Do you think? Like, obviously not like the weather, but like in terms of like the size of it. I think so. I, I could fuck with that because San Diego wasn't that overwhelming. So you're saying too busy, but at the same time, and I don't, again, I don't understand how Nashville works, but in most cities, there's like suburbs. You could be a commuter. You could be one of those guys. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to end up living like probably 11, 12 minutes outside of town. And, I, and DJ Zumi moved down there and I was talking to him about it. He's like, dude, that's so far away. And I'm like, bro, I've lived in Middle Grove my whole life. Like I've been 25 minutes away from you guys always. So like 11 to 12 minutes is like luxury living for me. It's true. I never really thought about it like that. You're one of those people, like, I lived somewhere once where I was 40 minutes away from a grocery store, and I was like, never again. And I feel like your whole life is, like, at minimum a 25-minute drive. At the minimum. And and it's just something that you power through. And then, you know, you drive you drive your friends all over the place, and then when you need a ride to the airport, they send you a, a screenshot of how long it would take them to bring you to the airport with a whole lot of snottiness to it, dude. So, uh, you know, some people don't pay it forward, and some people do, but we're still here. I'm really excited about Nashville. I think it's going to be sick. Tennessee Titans, the Predators, they have like a, a minor league baseball team called the Sound. Uh, I got a good gig there, something I'm looking to kind of work my way up into. And uh, actually, I don't know if you listened to Frank Cerebelli on Spin Chiglets the other day, but he's like into daily face-off now. And he was talking about how he's trying to get like different hockey media people involved. So I definitely, if you didn't think I didn't add him on LinkedIn and then send him my resume along with our media kit, you're out of your mind. So Frank. If you're listening to this week's podcast, shout out to you, bud, and give me give me on the horn. So, how fucking hard is it to find the populations ranked? I've been looking it up for a while. I mean, Nashville has a population of six hundred ninety-two thousand five hundred eighty-seven. So it's seems way bigger pretty, than I thought it was. Yeah, seems pretty fucking big to me, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, you're gonna be a small fish in a big pond. For reference, Boston six hundred eighty-four thousand, and there's it's bigger than Boston population wise. It's Jesus, man. Okay, so maybe it's a little bit more than I thought. Like the the girlfriend's been down there. I've been talking to her, and she's like, "Yeah, there's Broadway, and like that seems like where everybody kind of hangs out." I'm like, "Oh, it's one fucking street. Like there's a Broadway in Saratoga." (laughs) You thought you were moving to fucking Albany? Yeah, I mean, probably. Like I don't know. It'll be okay. What I'm really excited about is obviously you have Nashville, you have the city, like you have like these big Jason Aldean bars, Kid Rock bars, all this kind of stuff. But like what I'm pumped about. Like, picture the city's in the middle of, like, a square, right? And then the outside surrounding areas. There's got to be tons of different Boston spots surrounding that fucking place that, like, yeah. I want to go to. And, uh, that, those are the bars I want to go to. Right. I agree with that. The last True thing I'll say, uh, the last thing I'll say before, before we move on, because we have so much shit to talk about, um, I know you're not really, like, a huge Giants fan. You kind of talked about being a Jets fan, but have you thought about – like adopt one team for the city and the Titans could be that pick. Yeah. I, you know, I think I, I, am I allowed to be a Giants fan and a Titans fan? You're not really. Yeah. But like mostly a Titans fan, I feel like. I mean, I'm pumped to go to their games. I think I'm going to get season tickets to Vanderbilt. Um, cause they are in the sec and Georgia's coming to town and Mississippi state's coming to town. So I think that'd be kind of watch like fun to watch, go get them like fucking throttled. Cheap tickets, probably. Bristol, wow, Bristol, Bristol Motor Speedway is only four four hours away. They do a daytime race and a nighttime race. Like NASCAR, I just feel like deep in the south. If you live in Tennessee, you have to become a little bit more of a football guy. I think. 
Yeah, like, pro- yeah, for sure. And I, I am going to be bringing my cowboy boots. I think I'm going to wear my cowboy boots every day. I wouldn't like right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, with a nice pair of jeans. Bro, I don't know. I you don't think that like another guy who's wearing cowboy boots could see that like you're new in town? Yeah, but here's the thing about my cowboy boots, dude. I've been wearing them all summer when I mow the lawn, when I have bonfires. Like they're a little bit worn in for some they're like work boots, and they're Justins, which is like a pretty decent. They're not Ariots, but like they're a pretty decent cowboy boot brand. Where like if somebody were to look at me, if they didn't look at my jeans, if they just looked strictly at my boots, they would not think I'm a poser. They'd be like, "Damn, bro, those are some Justins." Those are some. Yo, he's got some nice boots, is what they probably say. Fuck off, dude. All right, let's just go. Got NHL, the Justin's on. NHL the news. Play the fucking music. Okay, NHL in the news time. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about all these deals, maybe a couple trades. We're gonna talk about Evander Kane and Nathan McKinnon, and then we're gonna call it a wrap. So we're not gonna name all these. If I don't know their name, I'm not gonna pronounce it. So let's do this one. After being dealt to the Canucks, uh, Connor Garland inked a five-year, $24.75 million contract with Vancouver. <coughs> there was a lot of rumors that Garland was going to go to uh, Boston. It ended up not happening. Garland lands in Vancouver. I think this is going to be a good deal for him. I mean, he's played on a Coyotes team. It's been trash. Now he's going to be playing with guys like Pedersen and Besser and Horvat and JT Miller. Like He's going to be on a line with somebody capable of keeping up with them. Uh, smaller guy. He's worked really hard everything that he's been involved with. I'm kind of a Connor Garland guy. What, what do you have on this? And I'm happy that he secured the bag, dude, because like he's definitely a guy that he was one of those smaller type players that didn't everybody kind of didn't think he'd have a chance and he like really had to work for it. And he just signed a fucking big deal. So yeah, I don't I think he was making seven hundred thousand. He was like a fifth round pick out of the queue. Remember his first goal? My Connor Garland like memories, his first goal, it went off his face and in like six story. Now he's making money. If you look at the Canucks, I don't really know if it's necessarily what the Canucks need, but I think Garland will fit well. He He's smaller, he's a playmaker, but he plays with a little bit of an edge. Not like he's tough, but he'll go to areas, he'll take a beating. Just annoying. Yeah, so so I think from the Vancouver perspective, if I was a fan of the team, I'd be thrilled, especially he's a right wing. You had to fully, you lost him like a year ago. Uh, I just think it's a good fit for both. I'm happy for him. I think that that's good for him. So Connor Garland to the Canucks. Uh, Pavel Buchnevich signed a four-year, $2.3 million contract. Can I can I say something, dude? Sure. I'm a Rangers fan, right? Yeah. I don't understand the love that the Rangers fans have for Pavel Buchnevich. Bro, the, the only problem I have with you saying that is you, like, made me love him. I, I never yeah, but, I've, but I've never loved him. I've never been like, oh, Buchnevich or die. I've never been like that. I'm not saying like, that you have sex with him, but you Definitely some foreplay there, dude. Yeah, but he's not. He was never like the main event. He was just somebody that was on the ride. I get what you're saying. I think Ranger fans are more mad at the return. I think maybe they're overvaluing him a little bit. They want a statue of this fucking guy outside MSG, dude. It's insane. Like it's fucking nuts. Like he, I mean, dude, he had a good year. He put up pretty much a point per game. But I mean, played with Mika Zibanejad, got top line power play minutes, like. And I just – I don't know if he's going to be able to continue to do that for the St. Louis Blues, but I just don't understand. Like, I had no idea that Pavel Buchnevich was a fan favorite. Like, that that kind of blew my mind. And I still oh. don't think he is. I think there's just a couple fan blogs out there that, like, say a couple things. And then I think the New York Rangers Twitter are pros at just being absolute puppets for anybody who, like, pretends that they got a big dick. So, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Remember, I don't. My only real memory of Pavel Buchnevich is when Jeremy Lazan punched him in the face. But you were, yeah. I mean, you were pumped about that. Like the thing about Buchnevich, which I think is endearing, is like he has the crazy Russian look. He wasn't um, a pussy. He was never no, a pussy. No, he has edge. He looks like yeah. he's not like a fighter, but he looks like he could be in a motorcycle gang. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's not a fighter, but he he won't like if you hit him, he'll like stick you. And that'll get his ass kicked, but he'll still stick it and he won't think about it. Right. And I don't think he would fight me, but if I saw him at a bar and he had like a weird twinge in his eye, I might be like a little concerned. He's like got he looked facial hair. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you just mix it all together. He was kind of a, a I think he was a lovable guy. And when you're a, a guy who's like kind of like from the outside, like funny to enjoy, it makes it harder when they get traded. But I get what you're saying. I guess, dude. I just, I've never had a fucking hard on for Pavel Buchnevich like all these fans do. And I still think it's just a giant act. But uh, Alex Ovechkin will be going back to the Caps five years, $47.5 million. I wasn't expecting five years, but Ovi got paid again. I mean, he was going to get what he was going to get in Washington, right? Like, there was no way they were going to let the guy walk. Yeah. I mean, it's. It sucks. It's a. It's because it's a lot of money, but you have to do it if you're the Capitals. And ultimately, I think somebody would have paid Ovechkin like nine mil a year if you went on the free agency market. You know what I mean? Like he's so he's, gonna, he's gonna score thirty goals every year. He's so no. that's so is he gonna break Gretzky's record? Yeah, Butchergross called it, dude. So when that happens, we should just play that clip of us talking about Butchergross for like. Maybe we should send them the clip. Kind of like come clean. You know how like so we started out on this pod, we really roasted him on that segment. Like I got so mad that John Buchagross was suggesting that Ovechkin was going to break Gretzky's clip. Now here we are. He just signed like an eight and a half a year deal for four more years. And he's like on fucking pace. Like I just need to see. I need to go like confess my sins. All right. You can confess your sins. I don't know if I want to put myself out there. because No, I'm, we'll do it through like- the morning skate account. Okay, we'll figure it out. We'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. A um, couple quick ones. Joel Armia, four years, 13.6. He resigns for the Canadians. Uh, Drake Kajula, one year, 750000 Mike Riley, back with a B, is three years, $9 million. You feel good about that? Nah, it, I, I don't really mind the years and money. I think he could be moved if it doesn't work out. Right. I, I just think they real. this signing would have been so much better if they signed a left-handed defenseman better than him. You know what I mean? Oh, we'll get to it. They signed Derek Forbert. That's kind of my issue with it. Nothing against Mike Riley. I thought in the playoffs he makes a good first breakout pass. Defensively sound. Like, he has an active stick. He can skate well, so he covers ice. But, he's one, he's not tough. And, two, I think he kind of hears footsteps a little bit sometimes. So, uh, I guess that was really the same thing. Uh, not, nothing yeah. like Libor Hayek. That guy, I've never seen anybody more scared to play the game of hockey. It's insane. Uh, Florida Panthers, Brandon Montour resigned there three years, 10.5. Can can we we stop at that really quick? Do you think the Florida Panthers just think if like someone showed promise at one point and it didn't work out, if they sign them, like now they're going to be good again. Like, Ah, like Montour is the same as like Sam Bennett, right? They got traded there. Uh, they were kind of struggling with their teams. I remember when Montour came up with the ducks before he went to the Sabres, people loved him. Oh yeah. He could move the puck. He like, he can play D didn't work out. Uh, so I don't know. I just thought kind of interesting to see Florida's going for those guys who just have like failed in the past, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a good call. It's kind of been their bread and butter, right? So we'll, we'll kind of see what happens there. I like Montour. I think he's a good player. Three years, 10.5. That's under four. Not bad. Um, 
Avalanche and Gabriel Landeskog finally stopped pretending like they weren't going to get back together and they came to terms on an eight-year, $56 million contract extension. That was just a very toxic high school relationship that like you just started rumors about your girlfriend and your boyfriend and then everybody kind of knew that you were just going to get back together with them. Like, okay, yeah, dude, I knew that you made out with that girl at the party, but you know you're going to go back home to your old lady. And I, I think that's kind of what happened. Do you think like at, at what point did Gabriel Landeskog and his agent realize like, hey – Maybe we won't get nine to ten million dollars on the open market. That's not how much my player is worth. Great player, but like personally, if my team signed him, I'd be okay with up to eight. Eight. They signed him eight years at seven mil. I think seven mil is a lot, but I think it gives you enough room to re-sign McKinnon, McCarr, and be able to like grow with that squad. So it's a good deal. It's a fair deal. But you're right. Like the the lead up to it was kind of fucking weird. Dude, I would not be okay with my team paying him that much money. Like, if you're paying somebody that much money, they better be putting points on the board. And I guess he does a little bit, but, like. You I, know what uh, we probably wouldn't have covered if I didn't say this, but I think I should say it right now. It's probably in here, but I, I just want to go to it. Marc-Andre Fleury getting traded. Kind of a similar thing where it was, like, is that in the stock? Uh, no, this is just a uh, free agency. That was right. So, like, another guy who's, like, a face of a franchise and was going through it. Do you think, like, looking back on it, like, the agent meant that tweet. Like, Mark andre Fleury was pissed for a while, correct? I don't know, man. Dude, I, it, I mean, it became pretty clear that, like, Pete DeBoer hates Mark andre Fleury. Like, I think that's the only conclusion you can have. And I think it even came out the owner, did, like, was like, do not trade Mark andre Fleury. And they traded him anyway. Like, I think it's a Pete DeBoer problem, and I don't trust Pete DeBoer. He's a weirdo, dude. Right. For sure. I think, in my opinion, I feel like this is just the Vegas hating his agent. Like, I, Alan Walsh is a pretty insufferable human being. Agree. Agree. I'm not an Alan Walsh guy, but he just won the Vesna, right? They literally got like nothing back for him in return. Uh, and then, like, the whole fact that they even traded for Leonard and then re-signed him, and they did this goalie carousel for a few years, like, so – it was so weird to me. Yeah, and, I don't, I mean, he just won the Vesna. That's – you said it right there. Like, he just won the award for the best goalie in the league, and then you traded him for nothing. Yeah, I know. Well, flip side, though, uh, Blackhawks, right? If you're a Blackhawks fan, I would be pumped. You got him for nothing. Yeah. All of a sudden, and we can get into the other Blackhawk moves, they've kind of like done like some weird things this offseason. I don't really know uh, if, if Flurry and Seth Jones are going to like catapult this team, but if, they still have Kane. Yep, and Jonathan Taves is coming back. Are, yep, Taves is coming back. Kirby Doc's um, a year older. Kirby fucking Doc, dude. There's a kid that went to high school with us and it was named Kirby. I think he actually might have went to Spot Catholic, but I always thought he was so sick because his name was Kirby. Did you spell it with a K? Yeah. I think everyone's puzzled with a K. Was, I, I think there was a video game. Game. Yeah, Kirby with a C, dude? Yeah, I think there was a video game. It was C-U-R-B-Y, Kirby. I think that was like a video game character. Bud, there was a... Isn't Kirby... Wasn't it like a pink floating jellyfish? Looking fucking <laughs> thing? Wasn't that no. what Kirby was? No, don't talk about jelly... What do you know about jellyfish? Dog. We went to the ocean the first time. You had never seen sea foam before. Now you're talking about jellyfish. Sea foam before. Yeah, all right, dude. Kirby, uh, video game. Looking it up right now. This thing's going to be a big pink fucking flowing jellyfish. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. I fucking tell you, dude. 
Okay, so but I look at this fucking thing. That's not a pink fucking floating jellyfish, dude. Well, you can't see fuck. It was. Yeah, it was. But it was spelt with a K, so I'm a fucking idiot. Can we move yeah, on? You're the idiot. You're the idiot who doesn't know what seafoam is. Um Alec Martinez is back with a nice three years, fifteen point seven five. Solid quality defenseman. Yeah, uh, he's old. Yeah. But I mean, I think he had like a, almost like a career year, like point per game last year. Like he lit it up, very solid defensively. I think, I think arguably, I think he's like thirty three now. But if you look in the NHL, still one of the most underrated defensemen. I think so. He's just he's just a solid guy. Tyson Berry, three years, thirteen point five. Yeah. What is that? That's three, four, four point something. Four million. Do you remember when he was when on the abs and like he was first coming to free agency and everybody thought this guy was going to sign like an eight million dollar ticket? Yeah, and then he ended up going to Toronto for like a year and just nothing. Yeah, he fucked that up. Red Wings <laughs> re-signed Gagne and Calvin Picard. No one uh, cares. Zadorov went to the Flames for a third round pick. I like that. I like that a lot. I think. Daryl Sutter hockey, right? Zadorov on D, <laughs> yeah. Anderson on D. Uh, I, I don't know. I People kind of hate on Zadorov. A lot of Blackhawk fans don't like him, although a lot of Avs fans miss him still. He throws the body, and he's going to look sick. Hockey night in Canada, Zadorov, like in that fucking orange jersey with the Kachuk, it'll look great. It will I don't know how it'll work out, but it'll be cool. <laughs> That's if Kachuk's still there, but you're right. We will see. He'll be there, dude. Ethan Bear went to the Hurricanes for Warren Fogle. Um, I like e- I like Ethan Bear, but I think there's this weird thing. Uh, one, people think Warren Fogle's sick. That rattles me because I've never noticed Warren Fogle in a single Hurricane game I've watched, and people are going to shit down my throat. Dude, you know maybe- who I thought Warren Fogle was for the longest time was Michael Furland, and it's not even that guy. Like, this guy is not that sweet. No. Ethan Bear is okay, though, but, like, they lost Dougie Hamilton. It seems like the Hurricane way is uh, getting worse, like, slightly worse. Like, like they lose a player, and they get a good player, but just not as good. <laughs> no, they're, they're, it's not even getting slightly worse. It's saving a ton of money and only getting a little bit worse. Right. And it kind of coincides because they're signing a bunch of ex-Rangers, so that kind of makes sense. Fair enough. Jordan Martinuk, three-year, 5.4. He's a guy who does a Shrachnikov. Uh, Brandon Sutter, one year, one point two five. Evan Rod, I'm not, I'm not talking about that guy. Uh, Wasn't Evan Rodriguez? I can you correct me if I'm wrong. He was Jack Eichel's teammate in college, who's been irrelevant since. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Go ahead. Uh, Golden Knights brought in Evgeny Dadonov for Nick Holden. Nick Holden's gone. Uh, People are like. Oh, I know I know you're moving on. I'm talking about stupid ass shit. People are like Nick Holden is gonna get a bunch of ice time in Ottawa. It I hope not. I thought I thought Ottawa He's on the come up. You're on a hey, here's yeah. here's a little fucking here's a little advice and a little tidbit for you. If Nick Holden's getting ice time, you guys are not on the come up. Eugene Melnick, please realize Nick Holden is a seventh defenseman. Don't let your GM or coach do anything shady. Keep him in the press box. Yeah, essentially, he creates himself in NHL what? 21, and the type of player he is is seventh defenseman. Pisses me off, dude, because we don't play Chell that much anymore. But when NHL 22 comes out, we'll probably be hot on it for a couple of months. For sure. Uh, and when we play online versus, it's like let's be Ottawa. It's like oh, holding back there. We can't have oh, unless we change the scratch him. We'll just scratch him. Go ahead, move on. Oh, Zach Hyman, seven years, thirty-eight point five mil. This I feel like this deal was done like as soon as the Leafs were eliminated from the playoffs. 
Um, seven years. I think he's going to be great for Connor McDavid. Not that Connor McDavid needs people to make him great, but I think he will make Connor McDavid's life easier. Yeah, I think I think he'll be able to do the same thing he did there. It's just a question of how healthy he can stay. It's the Clarkson Clo contracts. Like yeah. you don't know. He's 28 and he's a power forward. He's not super physical, but like he's had injuries. Smaller guy. You have to pay him though in free agency if you want him. So I don't people shit shit on this move. I don't hate it for the Oilers, but it's probably gonna bite them in the ass in the end somehow. But they all do. But Connor McDavid's so good that you can have that bad contract and continually put people with him and it'll still be fine. Great. Uh Alex Weinberg, three year thirteen point wait, what? Three years thirteen point five for Weinberg? That's over four hey. million a year. Hey, EA Sports, can you listen to me here? Number one, Alex Lemberg was the king of John Tortorella's doghouse. Number two, <laughs> if, you, if you do a dynasty mode, uh, an NHL, and some team has Alex Lemberg or you have him, he has, like, the craziest potential in the game. It's like his trade value is so high. It's like Alex really? Lemberg is not that good. Interesting. He's a great-looking dude. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's a Swede. They're all fucking hot, dude. Uh, no, that's not true. Name an ugly Swede, Matt Sundin. Matt Sundin was a pretty ugly fucking Swede. Are there any other ugly Swedes that we can think about? Danny Salo, Tukarask. Oh, Jesper Fast, dude. That guy looks like he. He's a. Oh, Tukarask is a fan. I'm an idiot. Jesper Fast. He's, he's ugly? ugly. He's ugly as shit. I don't know though. Jesper Fast. The thing about Jesper Fast is one. I think he le- he like changed his last name to Fast. Correct. Oh, you know what? There might he might have taken a C out of there and a T, or something like that. He changed his name one and two. He slicks back his hair, so I you think that. Dude, him- look up Jasper fast and tell me that guy doesn't look like a fucking donkey. Uh, Blake Coleman, uh, six years, twenty nine point four mil to the Flames. Thank God that wasn't fucking my team. The Bruins are right on Blake What's Coleman. Deal? What's the worst deal? Blake Coleman's or Barkley Goudreau's? I don't know how he, Blake Coleman's contract is structured i think personally blake coleman has a little more upside than barkley goudreau offensively yeah. uh the goudreau like 5.1 mil like year three and four is what throws me off this contract kind of equally stinks but again this is daryl Suter hockey if you want blake coleman apparently this is what you have to pay here's my thing on these guys they're blake coleman and barkley goudreau are both really good players but like i i just think people aren't realizing when you pay them that much like what are you going to build around it like they're a third and fourth round like role line guys yeah i think that blake coleman's gonna be on the top six but i get what you're saying plano texas being from plano texas playing the nhl is sick though it's kind of cool it's kind of cool. cool um ryan Suter. <laughs> Four years, 14.6 for the Stars. I think they kind of went a couple years too long on that one. But you kind of have to, I think. No? Yeah. I don't know. I don't oh, know really here. quick. What did you think about apparently Ryan Suter when Bill Guerin called him, hung up on him? I have two thoughts on this. So, Can I so, tell you my thought? Yeah. Ryan Suter, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> He's a good defenseman, dude. Billy Guerin? So, Billy so, Guerin's a fucking legend. Who the fuck do you think you are, Ryan Suter? That's what I would say. I So the, that's the thing. They signed these massive tickets, and they never did anything. Him and Parisi. I thought it was hilarious that I guess Parisi called Suter to um, tell him that he got bought out, and then Suter got a call from Garen and thought Garen was going to tell him that Parisi got bought out. He was like, 
you got bought out too. Uh, that's fucking hilarious. Zero, zero self, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you should know that that's happening. Yeah, I, but awareness. I, dude, the wild, I, the Suter contract doesn't make sense. I get why they bought out Parisi, but I think Suter still has some value. He does. He does. But at the same time, for you to hang up on Billy fucking Garen, dude, isn't that guy from Vermont? <laughs> no, that's John LeClaire. Oh, Billy Garen's a Massachusetts guy, though. But still, dude, American legend. Like, when you think of an American legend hockey player, Billy Garen and Ryan Suter, 100% oh, yeah. of the people pick Billy Garen over Ryan Suter. But isn't Ryan Suter's dad, like, kind of the biggest USA hockey legend of them all? No, not even he won the He was on the Miracle on Ice. Yeah, but dude, he didn't score the fucking game winner. Ruzioni would be probably the biggest American. I don't. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would think I would think number two would be Mike Madonna. But like, what did Billy? Did Billy Garen and Mike Madonna and fucking John LeClair and the boys win fucking bronze in Nagano or some shit? Like, what did they what did do? Brian Suter done nothing, dude. I wasn't talking. I was. He, he might have gotten the silver. He might have gotten it. Was he on the silver medal team? I'm just saying, his dad Bob Suter. He won. Yeah, he was. He won gold. Like, he won gold for USA. On the most legendary team of all time. I know he didn't have the NHL career, but. I know you're playing devil's advocate, but fucking gun to your head right now, dude. It's fucking at your head. Hey, pussy on the pavement. You have to pick one USA player, Bill Garen or Ryan Suter. Who are you picking? Patrick Kane. Yeah, you have to pick that, though. Like, I don't know. I just told me. I'll tell you to fucking take me out back and just put it away. You're picking Billy. You're not going to fucking take a bull in the head because you can't decide between Ryan Suter and Billy Garen. You're picking Billy Garen. Bob Suter. But, Fuck yeah, Patrick. we're not talking about Bob Suter. We're talking about Ryan. Oh, Bill Garen. Yeah, Bill Garen, 100%. But yeah. in the reverse role, like Bob Suter. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. All right. I thought we were talking Ryan Suter, Billy Garen. We just have a bunch of guns at each other's heads right now. <laughs> we're in like the office where, like, you're kind of slowly bringing them down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Hurricane signed a two-year, $9 million deal with Freddie Anderson. Eh. Most Hurricanes goalie ever. 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 I remember, like, years ago. When Babcock, I think Babcock was coaching, he said that he had the most talented goalie in the league if he stayed healthy, and he said it was Freddie Anderson. And that's back when, like, Henrik Lundqvist was still Henrik Lundqvist. And I remember, like, hearing that and just being like, this guy doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have on that. This this one blew my mind. I think out of all the deals that happened, this is the one that I was like, what the fuck? Alex Golagossi got a one-year $5 million deal to Minnesota Wild. Ryan Suter, Alex Goligoski, Ryan Suter, and you and you have that buyout penalty on your on your cap. That's why I don't know what Billy Billy Garen's a wild card. I think if if there's one thing you can take away from that, are you not? Are you also stating you're not a Goligoski guy? Not for five million dollars a year, dude. But it's one year. And how uh, old? How old is he? I can't believe he's still playing hockey. He's got to be. He's thirty six. So one, he's thirty six. Number two. The thing about Goligoski, he really isn't that great. But if you look at what he did, he played like top four minutes for the Coyotes for the last couple of years and played like heavy matchups and did okay. So like, if no, you I don't think ever, I don't think there's ever such thing as a heavy matchup when you're playing for the Coyotes. Are you kidding me, dude? If you're if you're Alex Goligoski and you're the first line defenseman and you're playing the fucking Avalanche eight times in a shortened season, every night's a fucking rodeo. It's like I, the worst night of your life. I just I don't. Those I are just, heavy minutes. Yeah, but I look at the Coyotes defensemen and I look at like Oliver Ekman, Larson, Keith Yandel, and Alex Goligoski. I don't think any of them have ever taken a big hit in their life. But do you remember like when we were in high school hockey and we were losing like seven nothing and like getting our dicks kicked in? And our coach would come into the locker room and he'd be like, the bird's in your hands. We were in the shit. 
The Coyotes are in the shit. They're in the shit, but I was never like physically injured. It was more like emotional warfare. I was never like worried about like fucking getting creamed. Like, yeah, like dude, everyone, saw, everyone saw Ked get laid out by Hitch go at the line, dude. People yeah, dude, I got back to the bench and the coach was like, hey, wait, take that hit. And I was like, hey, coach, you're out of your goddamn mind if you think I'm going back out there and playing defense here. <laughs> That's the only time I ever turned down a shift. I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. He's like, well, I'm like, I don't know if you heard me. I'm not going out there again. Um, <laughs> Travis Hamannick, two years, six mil for the Vancouver Canucks. And I see Hamannick still kicking around. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Hamannick guy. Cause one, he came in the league when he was 19 and he was a second round pick. And two, do you remember Hamannick was told the Islanders? He was like, send me out West. Yeah, he stayed out west, dude. So I mean, he really just wanted to be out west with the family. Like, fuck. I mean, the guy loves we, Western Canada. He did what we had to do. <laughs> I just want to take a quick second before this podcast started. I was like, all right, do you want to kind of go through these? I'm like, dude, there's a lot of these. That I think we're just gonna fly by. I think the last like 20, I thought that we were gonna fly by, and you're like, no, nah, dude. Travis Hamannick was on the Islanders, and he wanted to stay west, and he stayed west. And yeah, so that's I love passionate hockey fans, dude. But I honestly, I think this is like the meat. Like right now. If I close my eyes, it's like two o'clock on free agent frenzy and the fucking tweets are coming in. You know what I mean? Like once we get to Jared Tenorti, I'll cool down. (laughs) No, dude, I want to hear your thoughts on Tenorti. Uh, Carter Hart. Wait, what? I've inked up backup. Oh, never mind. Martin Jones, one year, $2 million deal with the Flyers. Gross. Kind of a show me if you still have it. Bro, come on. It's the Flyers. They think. Who in their right mind thinks Martin Jones on the Flyers is going to have a comeback? That's not how that story works. You know, dude, I think I think if he were to have a comeback, that would be how it works. I don't think they're going to play Martin Jones how they normally play like their Brian Elliott's and like like I think Martin Jones will be a backup. And if he plays good, then cool. I don't think they're going to split time. I think he's going to I think he's going to end up in Lehigh Valley before you can fucking say Lehigh Valley. Fans, dude. Uh The Predators, my my Predators, they inked um Grandland, four-year, $20 million contract. You know what kind of sucks, dude, is the moment I moved to Nashville, they trade all their fucking cool players away, and they sign people like Michael Grandland. Kind of sick, though, because now you get to see another rebuild, and you can say that you were there at, from the bottom. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you moved to Nashville two years ago when they are like the Tennessee Titans players are like shotgun and beers and throwing catfish on the ice in their cup finals, you're a bandwagoner. Yeah, if, you, if you come in on the Michael Grandland four-year, $20 million deal, World's your oyster, dude. Yeah, I guess, man. I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to watch Rangers games, and when the Rangers game's done, I'm just going to turn on the fucking local Predator feed. But do you, are so I'm struggling finding a favorite player, although I, I clearly know who that's going to be. You think you're going to be a Granlin guy? No, Borietsky, dude. Well, yeah, RoboCop. I just Robo-Cop. want you to know. Do you think Granlin's going to be in your favor, or do you think you're going to be sick of him? I already hate him. <laughs> All right. He's never been a Granlin guy. Uh, let's see here. Canucks bought out Braden Holpe, but they signed Yaroslav Halak one year, 1.5 to uh, Vancouver. Is that something you want to touch on just because that's he's a Halak guy or no? Not really. Uh, Boone Jenner, I, I would like to talk about this. Four years, 15 million. He stays with the Blue Jackets. I, I mean, Boone Jenner screams Columbus Blue Jacket hockey to me personally. And yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad somebody's staying there. Yeah. And he's been like, um, I think he's been the assistant captain since he was 20. Boone Jenner, I like Boone Jenner too. He's kind of signed a couple of similar deals, like long term, two to three mil, making good money. I think he just like is a Blue Jacket. Uh, yeah, signing right, and he's a good hockey player still. Like if you play, 
if you play the Blue Jackets in the playoffs like the Bruins did, like Boone Jenner was a top three guy that I noticed frequently. You know what I mean? Great playoff hockey player. Yeah, plays hard. <coughs> uh, David Savard, four years, 14 mil with the Canadians. Ugh. Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, Braden Holpe goes to the Stars, one year, two million. I mean, this is the year of like fucking legendary goalies just being disrespected. Flurry's just traded without nobody telling him. Holpe's going out and he gets two million with the Stars. It wasn't that long ago when Holpe and Flurry were like the best two goalies in the league. Do you remember? Do you? I know. Do you? I I totally agree. When Braden Holpe. They would like show the clips of him before the game, and he was like throwing like fifteen balls at the wall, and he was like doing so all this water shit. in his hair, dude. Just and it was just like you knew your team was gonna have <laughs> so much water in his hair, so and you knew his team was gonna throw forty-five pucks on Holpe that night, and they were gonna lose like five to two against. And the he Cavs. had such a cool beard, dude. <sighs> yeah, I hate number seventy though. <laughs> yeah, I for whatever he is. How about uh, Messina, New York? Zach Bogosian, three-year, two point five, in the, for the Lightning, three-year contract for Bogo. Happy about it. Uh, <coughs> Cedric Paquette, one-year, nine hundred fifty thousand dollars deal with the Canadians. At least Montreal stayed true to form inside a bunch of French people. That's what they do, dude. Uh, like Paquette on the Canadians, he was irrelevant this year. I'm kind of excited that. Bruins Canadians has Cedric Paquette because he's gonna make me fucking lose my mind. <laughs> no that's kind of nice, dude. Like your rival against somebody you already hate. And he's but he's not that tough, so you can still win that fight. You know yeah, what I mean? I get that. Sweet spot. Who the fuck's Michael Bunting, dude? Two years, one oh point. My, bro. I have no idea who that is. You're a huge Bunting guy. Where did he play? It, realistically, when you played baseball growing up, how would you describe your Bunting game? Like, where can you drag bunt? Little League. Through like through like now, like were you good in Little League and then suck as an adult? Little League, I probably hold the record for most inside the park home runs off of bunts. Gotcha. I'd lay down a bunt, there'd be an error at first, I'd run to second, get in a pickle, just keep going because the kids that I grew up with had did not have the ability to step and throw a ball. Gotcha. Michael dude, Michael Bunting, he played for the Coyotes last year. He was like in the yeah. AHL for a few years, and then he scored like ten goals in twenty games. He went over and like played for Canada, whatever. He could work out. I thought Kyle Dubas, and we'll get to the rest of his signings. I don't know what Kyle Dubas is doing. Uh, Golden Knights, Laurent Brassot, Brassot, two years, 2.65. Uh, Cody Ceci, <coughs> onto the Oilers, four years, 13 million. Cody Ceci, four years, 13 million. He, I guess Cody Ceci, so this is the weird thing. Cody Ceci actually had a good year for the Pens this year, but – why would he want to go back to Canada? Like Ottawa hated him, Toronto hated him. He went to Pittsburgh, and it's like, oh, like we're Steelers fans here, but like go Penguins. Uh, and now he's gonna go to Edmonton. That doesn't seem like a great fit, right? No, it it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe he just thinks it was East Coast hate. Likely, dude. Uh, James Reimer, two years, 4.5 mil of the Sharks. What you got on that, bro? I know you're a huge Reimer guy. <laughs> I fucking hate James Reimer. Uh, Jared Tenorti, two years, 1.8 mil for the Rangers. What can you tell me? What can you tell Rangers fans respect from Tenorti? You hate James Reimer? Yeah, dude. <laughs> James, James Reimer? Yeah, I hate James Reimer. Also hate Jonathan Bernier. They're the same goalie. Don't say that. Jared Tenorti. I don't know. The Tin Man, I think they call him. You guys signed him because you want to beat up Tom Wilson, I think. 
Hey, if Jared Tenorti is your eighth eighth defenseman, eighth can't eighth. be seventh, eighth. He is a sick eighth defenseman. <laughs> if, he, if he's your seventh defenseman, I actually think he's he's one of the best in the league. If he's playing every night, not great. But he's he's slow. But if he plays like once a week, he can find spurts. But when he plays for a while, you can see it's slow. He kind of bundles himself. But he sticks up for teammates. He like literally got picked up off of waivers, came to the Bruins. His first game in fought Tom Wilson, like didn't know anybody. You know what I mean? Jared okay. Tenorti. He's had concussion issues. Notre Dame. Jared Tenorti. Okay. <laughs> Luke Glendening, uh, two years, $3 million for the Stars. I think I kind of like Glendening. Penalty killer, fast, right? I think I liked Luke Glendening like two decades ago, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because he was a rookie. He, when he came up, it's when the wings were still like sick. Like yeah, that. Dude, bro, bro, I don't know if we're going to get to it if it's on this list, but Darren Helm went somewhere, and I could have swore that guy retired like eight years ago. And that's like, that's the line. And it kind of seemed like Red Wing fans were like sick of both of them, correct? Well, yeah, dude, because everybody thought that they were already off the team eight years ago. Right. Same None with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. He's only 30. I mean, he's 32. Like, again, it kind of seems like a lot of money, but whatever. If that's what the stars need, I don't know. Ask Fink. What did Fink say? Did you hear any news from Fink on Glenn Denning? I didn't hear any Glenn Denning news from Fink. Uh, Cogliano to the Sharks, one year, one mil. Uh, Peter Morazic goes to the Leafs, three years, $11.4 million deal. Come on. Come on, Kyle Dubas. That's what you got. So that means the Toronto Maple Leafs are all in on Jack Campbell. So let's see. I'm not. I'm actually not going to hate Jack Campbell. He looked great last year. He's a former first overall pick. He had a couple big years in the AHL. First, first round pick. First round pick. Yeah. First round pick. Um, Brian Elliott goes to the Ducks to back up John Gibson. The old Ryan Miller backup spot. Yeah. Uh, Keith Yandel, one year, $950,000. Hey, dude, I don't know if you know this, but Kevin Hayes is on the Flyers, too, and they're, like, best friends. <laughs> yeah, it's sick. Did you know I, that? No. I have a question for you, though. I was listening. You know how, like, Spit and Chicklets knows them? I was listening to them talk, and they are basically saying that Yandel's family is going to stay in Florida um, and he can, like, visit him, and he's going to live by himself in Philadelphia. Do you think – if you like play for the Panthers, like, do you think like you'd be one of those people that said, "I'm going to live in Florida for the rest of my life"? <laughs> like, I, I go to the Panthers and then I move basically on Keith Yandel. Keith Yandel wants to live in like Miami for the rest of his life. He's like, I'm never going to leave. Like, do you think if you went to the Panthers, you'd be like, no matter where I play next, I'm always going back to Florida? <clears throat> Sunrise, Florida, dude. I don't really know why I fucking asked you that question, but I was thinking about that the other night for a while. <laughs> Um, Ken, uh, Jonathan Bernier, two years, 8.25 in New Jersey. That seems like a lot of money. That's a ton of money. Uh, Chris Weidman, Canadians. Nate Thompson to the Chris Flyers. Chris Weidman. Chris Weidman, the Uber guy, went to the KHL, bounced around. He's back. Wait, he's do you remember, guy, like, right. do you remember, like, when all that broke? I'm pretty sure our take was, like, we felt bad for the players, but also Chris Weidman kind of sounded like he sucked a little bit. So here's something, um... I don't remember what the story was, but Mika Zibanejad told a story on this like weird dude's podcast from New York City. 
and he mentioned it was i forget what it was but i remember it being really funny and like one of the senators was like heavily involved but it was kind of fucked up so he couldn't name who it was but he kind of gave little bits and hints of who it could be so i went on hockey db and like i looked it up and i found out it was 1000 percent chris weidman but i forget what the story is but i try to look it up and remind you but i remember just oh. like oh that guy's kind of a nail gun Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Nate Thompson to the Flyers. That guy's still playing. Tucker Pullman to the Canucks. Freddie Gaudreau to the Wild. Josh fucking Lebo, dude, to the Hurricanes. <laughs> Why are we so negative? <laughs> Fuck Josh Lebo, dude. Uh, oh, my God. This next one, huh? Carter Hutton. That guy got a deal. Hey, Coyotes, tell me you want to lose every game. Right? Tell, me, yeah, tell me you want to lose without telling me you want to lose. Sign Carter Hart to a $750,000 deal. We get it. You guys are tanking for first. It's a rebuild. Yeah. That's That has to be what that is. Yeah. That GM was like, what goalie can we pretend? Like, was once an NHL starter, but will lose every game? Your oh. boy. Oh, yeah. Ian Cole to the Hurricanes. Michael Delzato got a two-year, $4 million contract with the Senators. Talk about a guy who was just on empty, on empty, on empty. Now he's back. Good for Delzato. Um, Pecorette announced a retirement, so the Preds had to sign a backup. And guess who they got? They got Big Save Dave, David Riddich, one year, one point two five. You know I'm a Big Save Dave guy. I you will try to go to most of the Dave games compared to that's, a, games. that's what I was about to say. When you start going to games, you should tell people like, hey, I only go to games that Big Big Game Dave's in. Big Save Dave, dude. Uh, <laughs> Jake McCabe, four years, sixteen million with the Blackhawks. It's a big contract. I like Jake McCabe. I think Jake McCabe had another – he had a tough role with the Sabres, kind of like Goligoski. Younger American guy. I think he's like 25 – maybe he's like 27 now, but I, I kind of like that look. Nick Benino, two years, 4.1 with the Sharks. Benino. Uh, the big one, Philip Grubauer, uh, six years, 35.4 to the Kraken. Okay. This, this is going to be – you're going to find out if Philip Grubauer is a good goalie. You're going to find out quick. Because he was on a pretty fucking good team for a long time. And for like a year or two, though. Remember he was on the Caps? Yeah, but that – dude, the Caps were still a good team. Like, this guy's True. never not been on a good team. So you're going to find out if this guy's legit or not. Do you think it's weird that Philip Grubauer basically was like, I don't want to play for the best team in the league like because they're paying me like half a mil less a year for like one less year, and instead I'd rather go to Seattle? For like six I, years? Like, are you just – you're just already – you're saying you don't you don't want to win a Stanley Cup. Right, right. and I've never uh, – I've never been a Grubauer guy, I don't think. Uh, and they got over – who did they get from uh, Arizona? Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper is a good goalie, and, like, if I'm an Avalanche fan, um, I kind of would be interested to see how Darcy Kemper does, like – right? Because Darcy Kemper's the opposite. Darcy Kemper's the guy who's on a shitty team. I think Darcy Kemper's going to be really good on the abs. Yeah, because it's the, it's the opposite effect. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Philip Deneau. But oh. do you think Phil Grubauer – sorry, go back really quick. You said it was like a big one, and I've heard people say it was like the biggest signing of free agency uh, or like the biggest move. But like I don't really think he's that sick. <clears throat> I think it's people saying – the number one goalie for a Stanley Cup contender is not there anymore. Got it. I get it, dude. What's next? Philip Deneau, six years, $33 million to the Kings. I guess the Rangers were involved, but they ended up backing out because they I, – I think it was the extra year. Um, it's a lot of money to play a guy who might end up just being your third-line center. But right now they'll be second-line. You kind of have to wait to see how Quentin Byfield pans out. Good for Deneau. He got paid. Although it's gonna, it's kind of weird that Philip Deneau is not a Montreal Canadian. 
Yeah, I guess. But, like, I can see him going elsewhere. I hope – I think he'll do well. I think it shows that the Kings are, like – Deneau and Kopitar is a pretty defensive-minded one-two punch at center. They have the young guys. Kind of – right? Would you say the Kings are one of, like, those teams next year that's, like, are they going to be better? Alex, I follow, dude. Shout-out to my, my homegirl, Kira. Shout-out, dude. Um, Jaden Schwartz, five years, 27.5 mil. He's going to the Kraken. I think uh, – here's the thing about Jaden Schwartz, dude. When I found out that he wasn't going to be back in St. Louis, I'm like, fuck, I would love him to be on the Rangers. Just, like, watching him in the playoffs. I went and checked out his stats. Not that great, dude. Really? Like, he never had, like, an 82-point year. No, I know what you mean. Like – Still a really good player, I guess. I don't know. I've never also been a Jaden Schwartz guy. Just something. To He's think. a good hockey player, though. He scored some big goals. I think he was like a big overtime performer. Like he he was a very good hockey player. But I get what you mean. You think the hype might have been a little yeah. bit big. And I think he used to talk to somebody we know. And if that's the case, terrible taste in, in chicks. Um, yeah, that's that is accurate. Uh, let's see here. Sean Crowley, four years, ten million dollar contract with the Blue Jackets. I think he's washed up. I love Sean Corrales. He was awesome as a Bruin. The long contract, but he's going to he's a, like a junior blue jacket, like youth hockey player, and he's going home. So that's kind of a cool story. Like good for him. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It makes it so much easier when guys leave your team to go to their hometown team. It's like Bro, oh, you, you need to be able to sign some players. People aren't gonna want to play in fucking uh Yeah. You need a guy who's like, Yes, I would love to live in Columbus. Essentially. Uh, this is about time. Yeah, you were working because you, you texted me to text you if you guys sign anybody. Tomas Nosek, two years, 3.5. Eric Hollow, two years, 4.75. I'm trying to get a fucking read on what the Bruins are trying to do at the bottom of their lineup. Nosek, to me, he he was on the Stars, wasn't he? No, he was on the Knights. He's on the – okay, yes, he was on the Knights. Kind of a bigger body. He's a fourth liner. He's like heavy a – Heavy check. Yeah, he's not really tough, but he can hit, and he four yeah. checks, and he can score some goals. Where so Eric, Eric Hall is more of a skilled player, correct? He's a he's a third, fourth liner, but he's like a big penalty killer fast. He's kind of more like a Jesper faster, like one of those type of guys, but faster than fast, if that makes sense. So in terms of upgrading your bottom six? I mean, Thomas Nosek is better than – it's not how I wanted them to do it. I was hoping they wouldn't spend money and they had guys to call up. But I think I think I saw somebody tweet out the the lines that they were hoping for. And like our fourth line was no sick, uh Frederick and like Haller or something like that. And I don't hate it. Like it's speed and it's toughness and they can hit and it's better than Wagner and uh Corrali had been. Fair enough. Uh Joe Hick yeah, not gonna bring him up. Uh, Alex Adler, one year, 3.5. He's with the Kings. It's going to be weird not watching him play for the Canucks. Um, Gavin, you got your fame last week. Here's one. Uh, Tony D'Angelo, one year, $1 million with the Hurricanes. The Storm Surge Nation was super pissed off about this, and I listened to Spin Chicklets this week. I thought Ryan Whitney nailed it. People are pissed off because he's a Trump guy, and he's one an open Trump guy, and all these people are just in their heads that he's a terrible human being because of it. It's insane. Um poetic that he went to the Carolina Hurricanes, in my opinion. What do you think? I don't know, man. I mean, it's kind of funny that all the Rangers go to your least favorite team. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I agree that I think he gets a ton of hate because of his politics. I also think he is kind of a scumbag. Like, personally, like, if my team signed him and I don't really give a fuck about your politics, 
uh, I would be kind of rattled. He punched his goalie, bro. No, the goalie punched him. Okay. The goalie I, punched him. He, he, got off the, he got off the ice. Well, dude, this is what happened. It was overtime three on three. Gorgiev went out to play the puck, and he's a fucking idiot. You should never go out and play the puck. And he literally passed to the other team, and they scored. They got off the ice, and Tony Angelo is probably like, hey, dude, sick fucking play, and the goalie punched him in the face. Right, but that's why I don't want Tony D on my team right there. Like, Yeah, but there's also a report that kind of came out that said that Alex Georgiev is not a well-liked person in the locker room. Yeah, I get I dude, I you guess you could see something that. like that happening on your hockey team where if like nobody really likes a goal and he does something like that, you could see somebody be like, Hey bud, you're a fucking idiot. I just think Tony D's one of the last guys on the team that can like actually do that though. Like I don't think that's Tony D's place. I don't know the maybe part of the problem with the Rangers is they didn't have a guy who could yeah. do that properly. Yeah. Because I feel like if the right person says that to him That uh, doesn't happen. Right. But Tony D said it and Tony yeah. D was gonna get punched in the I'll face. Give you that. Do you I'll know what that. I mean? Like I just to me I, it's just a lot to take on. Like I just wouldn't be pumped. And maybe he'll put up numbers and maybe like – He'll have a sick year, dude. He'll have a fucking cool year. Yeah, and people are going to fucking hate him. Bro, and he took a year off. He's going to be – dude, he'll have a sick year. He, Dude, he's fucking good, man. Tony D'Angelo is a very, very good hockey player. I honestly hope Tony D fucking embraces the storm surge and fucking storm surges the Rangers like out of the playoffs or some shit like that. Can you imagine? Why do you got to say that, dude? I, I'm just <laughs> – I'm just pumped to like. I might be a hurricane fan now. Like, the hurricane, like a cause of hurricane fan. That's Brendan close. Smith went to the Hurricanes. You can take over my burner account if you want. And just the fact that like there's so many like season ticket holders being like, I'm not gonna support this team anymore. I'm sure they're crying, dude. You know, hey, his scout's fucking cell phone bill. You think he's gonna care about you not going to the cheap seats? Get the fuck out of here. You know what's funny is I I created like. I created a troll account to troll you about the Hurricanes like two years ago, and I tweeted like five times, and I followed like 15 people. And who's that former Hurricane? Uh, he, he follows everybody on Twitter. Zach Boychuk? Zach Boychuk followed me back on that. <laughs> Zach Boychuk loves a follow, dude. Uh, <laughs> Curtis Gabriel went to the Leafs. Pierre-Edouard Bellamar went to the Lightning. He's the guy who won player of the game and gave it away. That's who you want on your team. Uh, David Camp to Toronto, Trevor Lewis to the to the Flames, Brock McGinn to the Her- Oh wait, to the Pittsburgh. Oh jeez. Vin- Vinny Hinostroza goes to the Sabers. Love it. Luke Shen goes to the Canucks. Ryan yeah. Dzingel goes to the Coyotes. You remember a couple years ago when the, like the big free agent pickups were Matthew Gruel and Ryan Dzingel and Dzingel? You hated Dzingel. Fuck Dzingel. Nice to see him get a one million dollar contract with the Coyotes while fucking <laughs> Zook is making five sheets with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Matthias Janmark to the Golden Knights. There were rumors about him going there at the trade deadline, so that makes sense. Uh, Braden Point, eight years, $76 million, stay in Tampa Bay. One of the most underrated players in the game. Well worth that, I yes. think, in my opinion. Um, Mike Hoffman went to the Canadians. Uh, three years, so he's finally kind of found a home. All right, here's one for you. Linus Olmark went to the Bruins. Does this mean Tuka Rask is done? I don't know, dude. This is This was – Outside of Derek Forbert, uh, this was the hard, the hardest one for me to understand. Four years, twenty million. Like the term is a ton. We have Jeremy Swayman. I know they're okay. I don't hate the idea of not rushing Swayman and like giving him like a full season in the HL. I'm cool with that. I just the reason I hate this is because I feel like it might mean Tuka's done. Uh, David Krejci retired, went back to the Czech Republic. That broke my heart. 
Tuca's kind of the same way. Like, I feel like Tuca and Krejci, although Tuca was the backup, they won a cup and, like, they made a bunch of money and they played on a lot of good teams, but they both maybe might be done. And, like, I don't know if they know that. He's also getting surgery, so they don't know how he'll be. I hope he comes back. The thing with line is Olmark is, like, analytic-wise, I guess he makes all the saves that he's supposed to. Like, he's not bad. He never stood out to me on the Sabres, but it's such a bad team. I don't know. He put up numbers, like, not too far off from Darcy Kemper. Maybe we can get a situation like that, but it's kind of – four years, 20 million, when you have Tuca probably coming back and you have Jeremy Swayman in the pipeline, who I thought looked great. It's kind of crazy to me. Right? Yeah, I think so. I just I, – I mean, that's a giant contract gives Linus fucking Olmark, though. I get, I get what Don Sweeney's trying to do. It's just kind of enough is enough sometimes. It's a weird dude to give a fucking four-year, $20 million contract to. That's my only thing. Yeah, I get that. I'm I mean, okay with you guys giving a, a four-year, $20 million deal to a guy who I think is deserving of it. I just – I don't know what Linus Olmark showed Don Sweeney to give him that. <coughs> I, I mean, again, I guess, I guess his, like, numbers are really good. I – but I agree. I agree. The eye test for Linus Olmark to me hasn't been much. Um, Alexander Te- Texier, Texier th- two years, 3.5, 3.05 with uh, Columbus. Uh, Nick Felino, two years, 7.6 million dollar contract with the Bees. What do you have on Felino? Cool signing. I cool signing, dude. I wanted him at the trade deadline. I thought he would have been a better fit for that team. I don't know. Uh, he's He can play center, I guess. He plays wings. He's a veteran presence. I like it. The reality of the Bruins is that we the window's super fucking small now. It's so small. Bergeron and Marchand are getting old. Two years for him, totally fair. He's got, I think, a no-move his first year. He doesn't the second year. I like, I mean, to me, I I like it, right? And it's I not that much money. There's nothing to hate. Him. And yeah. it feels that much better that the Maple Leafs traded away like assets for him at the trade deadline for him to sign with the Bruins afterwards makes me yeah, feel better, you know? Yeah. And you're not going to get like a fake, Oh, I'm on the, I'm on the team 15 games. You're going to get a full fucking year of it. At, right. You know. so, so, and he, right. dude, he works hard and he'll fucking, he'll battle. I'm a huge Nick Felino guy. I know the one thing that sucked though is out. I'm happy with Felino, but I saw Bruins sign Felino. I thought it was Marcus and Marcus. I feel like has like one more screw loose than Nick. Oh yeah. Uh, so I was super pumped, but Felino, Nick's the better player, so I should probably grow up. Fair enough. Uh, Dougie Hamilton, seven years, $63 million with the Devils. Um, <laughs> what do you got on that, dude? Come on. I don't, I don't want to talk about Dougie yeah, Hamilton. Yeah, come on. You got to talk about that. I've, I've, I've talked too much about Dougie Hamilton in my life. He's a good right-handed defenseman. If, if I think he was legit, he would have found a home by now, This team number four or five for him. That's a red flag for me. Yeah, no, I know. He's a he's a in, he's a interesting dude. Like he always wanted his brother traded to his team, even though his brother stank. Like I'm not a Dougie Hamilton guy. I think it's a ton of money. It just like the devil. He's a, he's a good player, dude. He's a, actually, you know what, dude? He's he's fucking kind of a perfect New Jersey devil. It's like he's, he's really good, and maybe yeah. people like he'll be out of the limelight. I think he likes being in a place no one really talks about. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was interesting, but that's what the crazy thing about Dougie Hamilton is like, that's the amount of money that he's worth. You know what I mean? He is a $9 million defense defenseman. It's just like kind of a weirdo. Definitely a weirdo. Um, let's see here. You traded later, dude, to the Flames. 
Bruins fans were pissed. It's like Dan Dan Vladder. He, he has a cool nickname, dude. That's Darth Vladder. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a cool nickname. Um, <laughs> Banachek went back to the Capitals. Patrick Nemeth went to the Rangers. Three years, seven point five. I'm happy about this. Swedish. Yeah. Can, yeah, dude. I think so. Here's the thing. I'm gonna miss Brendan Smith. And like, I love Smitty. I love everything that he gave to the Rangers. But if you had to tell me. Who would you rather have playing defense if you want to make the playoffs? And it's Patrick Nemeth or Brendan Smith. Like, Patrick Nemeth's a better defenseman than Brendan Smith. He's Swedish. We have Nils Lundqvist coming over. He's also Swedish. Hopefully, it'll help him adjust. You would have thought they would have brought a Finn in when Capo Caco came, but instead, they just put him in the truck with Smitty on the way to the rink. I think this is going to be good. Three years, 7.5. You're not paying him a ton. He's like the, I think he's a perfect defenseman to have with a kid who has a little bit of offensive upside. I uh, I honestly don't know much about Patrick Nemeth. I don't either. So that that's what I went with. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. <coughs> Darcy Kemper goes to the Abs. We talked about that. Uh, Sabres lost all their goalies, so don't worry. They signed Greg Anderson and Aaron Dell to one-year 750,000 uh, show-me contracts. Uh, it's going to be a real heated battle for the number one fucking goaltender job in the, for uh, for Buffalo. You'd think if Buffalo wanted to win the fucking lottery, they would have just re-signed Carter Hutton. But Fuck, dude. Carter Hutton's kind of looking nice in those Coyote pads. Dude, I am, I am all aboard the Craig Anderson train. Watch Craig Anderson have some sort of a comeback tour this year. Craig Anderson will win 13 games. Oh, so here's a good one to keep track of. Will Craig Anderson win more games than Carter Hutton? Yes. All right, I'm going to say no because I would I would love to For see Carter, Carter Hutton to fuck me over again. again. Let's get Carter Hutton back in the mix on the podcast, dude. Fuck Carter Hutton, dude. I'm a big Craig. I've always been a Craig Anderson guy. Uh, <coughs> Mark Pissick, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Weird last name. Goes to the Sabres. Andre Schuster, Brogan. Brogan Rafferty. Is there any more of a bro in the fucking National League than a guy named Brogan Rafferty? Oh, man. Brogan Rafferty sounds like half the John Hopkins lacrosse. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Uh, dude how, do you, how do you even take yourself seriously when your name is Brogan Rafferty? Like, if you're right, that dude, boy, you have a daughter. The daughter brings the boyfriend home for the first time. And you shake your hand. You're like, I'm Jim. He's like, yeah, I'm Brogan. What? <laughs> Brogan Rafferty. Yeah, you know. I'm calling you Brian from now on, all right, pal? Uh, Dominic Simone goes to the Pens. Andrew, I don't know half these names. Phil DiGiuseppe goes to the Canucks. Shout out, big P- PDG. Uh, I'm just going to keep going until I recognize the name. Um, <laughs> Garrett Sparks is still in the league. He, got, he went to the Kings. Uh, Jacob Megna went to the Sharks. Dylan McElrath goes to the Capitals. Holy shit, dude. Holy shit. Could you imagine game one? <coughs> Rangers are playing the Capitals. Rangers now have Ryan Reeves. I don't know if we've got to that yet. They they dress Reeves to Nordy. They put out Wilson and like and they fucking dress Dylan McElrath for game one at MSG. And those four go at it. <laughs> wow. Wild. Wow. Dude. This is like the stretch of the day. I don't care about any of these. Yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. Jacob Magna, that guy, he was a Ranger for a while. Derek Ryan, I mean, that guy's been just around. He's just a bug. Um, Let's see here. Dmitry Kulikov, two years, 4.5 in Minnesota. Seems like a lot. Darren Helm, one year, $1 million for the abs. That guy's got to be 50 years old. I just don't believe in Darren Helm like being that sick for them. No. I like I can't believe he's still playing. I'm not even making that up. Like I thought he retired like six years ago. <laughs> so that's wow. 
Uh, Corey Perry goes to the Lightning. Brandon Saad goes to the Blues. Dan Heinen goes to the Pens. Dude, dude I'm so scared Dan Heinen's going to become like Dan Heinen scores like three against the Bruins. I am going to lose it. Dude, how does Alex Goligosky get a one-year $5 million contract, but Brendan Smith only gets a one-year $800,000 contract? Because Tom Dundon doesn't fucking negotiate. It's fucked up, dude. John Merrill got one year eight hundred and fifty. Is Goligosky good, dude? That's a th- that's my biggest thing. Is he like still really good? Yeah, I think so. Fuck. Not like really good, but I think he's very serviceable. Chilling with Boone Jenner, Zach Wierenski, six years, five point seven five mil extension with the Blue Jackets. What is that math? Is that like eight? Uh, nine. Six, times, six times eight is Ooh. forty-eight. Six times nine is sixty-three. Six times eight is four. Wait, that can't be. Six right. times no, nine, six is, nine is fifty-four. So it's over nine. It's a lot, dude. People think Zach Wierenski's sick. I guess I just need to watch more Blues game. Blue Jackets. Yeah, pretty. I think that was just one of those. We have to at least have somebody here. Uh, Andre Kasha, one point two five with the Leafs. Nick Ritchie, two years, five mil with the Leafs. Two point five mil a year for Nick Ritchie. No, I, two, two, year, two years, five mil. Oh yeah, yeah. so two point five. Good call. Yeah, so I don't even think like the Bruins to like sign him. Only had to like put in two point one. That seems crazy to me. Like we made fun of Nick Ritchie a lot. If he like knocks somebody out on the Bruins, I will be rattled. He's gonna just he's just gonna fucking bear hug Matt Grizzlick to death. <laughs> uh Ronto to the Stars, Fogel to the Oilers, Riley Nash to the Jets. Uh god damn it. Um Jordan, Jordan Cairo, two years, five point six for the blues. I don't even think we need to mention any of these from here. Victor Methy, yeah, they're all done. All right, that was free agent frenzy. Uh let's talk about Reeves going to the Rangers. What do you have on that? I don't people's I don't Get why people are mad. That's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, what was it? Third round pick. Third round pick. I know he's getting older, and I don't know if you're going to get prime Ryan Reeves. You might. I mean, I think he's still like very good uh, for what he does. Third round pick, super fair value to me for what he brings. I don't hate it at all. Like, I think you guys got a bunch of guys to get tougher, which is great. But he's kind of the trump card. That being said, does Ryan Reeves make Tom Wilson stop running around? Like, no. Like, when you look back at those series, Tom Wilson still threw his body all the fuck around the rink. You know what I mean? Uh, but he will punch him in the face, and he'll, he'll put in a better fight. But he's I, not going to stop Tom Wilson. I think the Rangers got a lot tougher to play against, personally. You, I, you, I don't know if Tenor will be in the lineup all the time. I don't know if Ryan Reeves will be in the lineup all the time. But I think players like Barley Goudreau, Sammy Blay, and then if you add like one or a couple of those guys – Along with Gerard Glant, like I think the things that I've heard about Gerard Glant is he's not going to accept like pussy hockey players. He's not going to accept people that don't finish their checks and all this shit. Like it, it's just going to be different. It's going to be a different regime. So to me, even Patrick Nemeth, like you're going to have it, they're going to be harder to play against. And I think they're definitely going to have a swagger. Like they they haven't had a swagger in fucking since it was Boyle, Dorset, and Moore on their fourth line. I agree, dude. I think they got a ton more swagger, uh, but like they're way cooler now. Whatever for whatever, yeah, agree. But for whatever reason, it just pisses the Barkley Goodrill contract just pisses me off. We don't have to go back to it. I just feel like now it feels even dumber than before because you have a couple of other guys who play a similar role. Like I don't, I don't know, know. if Barkley Goodrill can be like your guy for the third and fourth line. Like I don't hate it, dude. 
And from all accounts, everybody told me that this is the type of player that, like, I'll fall in love with. Like, he fucking plays really hard. He's gritty. He doesn't shy down. He'll fight. He might not score a ton of goals, but he's going to block shots. He's going to finish his checks. I understand that the payment's probably a little bit too high, but if that's a guy you can religiously count on for your third and fourth lines for 82 games a year, I don't hate it. All right. Fair enough. You know what I mean? It's almost like he's the captain of the bottom six, dude. He's the the captain of the people that you don't really want. To be honest with you, dude, I just need a failure out of this. Like, I. Why? I just can't. I can't handle the Rangers being so tough, dude. It's going to piss me off. So, I don't like, think this is so tough. I think Ryan Reeves is definitely going to make them tougher. But, like, other than that, dude, like, Ryan Lindgren, like, he'll he'll battle, but I don't want to consider him tough. Jacob yeah, Truba's man. not. Jacob Truba's. Jacob. He doesn't. He All doesn't right. Fair enough. Me. You know what I mean? Like, I think I just think they're going to be way tougher to play against in terms of like their forwards. And like, I, I'm pumped to see what Nemeth brings to the table too. So, wild card. There are rumors that Igor Shosturkin might be extended six years, around six million dollars. Would you do that? I've seen him in pretty small doses. From what I've seen, he's a good goalie. He's and lost thirty-eight numbers, seven years. Yeah, but I mean, that's like KHL skewed heavily. Still kind of cool though. Yeah, no, I mean he's a good goalie like that. That's why I worry about your guy's cap because I think he's worth that. Like he would get paid that. I would be fine with that contract. Yeah. How much? Are, how much would you give Adam Fox? Just well, now you ha- now you have to give him like nine mil. That's what all the elite defensemen make is I nine mil. Dougie Hamilton, Dougie Hamilton, Wierenski, Jones, they all McCarr, they all make nine mil. He has to make nine mil. Does he worth it? Yeah, I think so. I, I it sucks because I don't think any defenseman's worth nine million, but like that's how much they make now. If you have prime Chris Pronger was worth nine million dollars. Yeah, yeah, I get. I guess there's like time we had a nail gun defenseman like that, dude. Like Shea Weber, I think had the opportunity to, but I think he was too classy for it. Like when's the last time we had a guy who was it? Was it Pronger? I think it was Chara personally because he won the. Oh Nordic yeah, Nordic Chara Nordic. was tough as shit too. You're Chara right. Prong, I know you mean like the Chara Pronger. Yeah, Chara wasn't Chara wasn't mean like Pronger was. Like Chara would be if like you fucked with him, but like Pronger was a dick because he knew he could be. Yeah, a dick but you're get away with it. But I also think you're thinking of like, of like forty year old Chara, like twenty eight year old Chara was a little yeah. crazier. But Darian, I know what you mean. Darian Hatcher type player. You remember that guy? That guy was fucked. I hated Darian Hatcher. He was such a dick, dude. But he's For whatever like, reason, Darian Hatcher and Brandon Witt fucking hated those two. Oh, Brandon Witt, dude. Rich Pilon was the guy who did it for me. <laughs> um. All right. So we have a couple other stories to talk about before we kind of just wrap it up. Wow, we've been an hour and ten minutes. Um, the Vander Camp thing. What do you have on his his wife came out and pretty much said that he's a terrible father, that he just gambles all of his money away and he bets on his games. Uh, Vander Kane came out and said that's not true, said that she clearly has some mental issues and that uh, that he'll help the NHL deal with this. If And then she came back again, which I thought was tough because usually you don't hear a third rebuttal. Clap back. It feels very similar to like uh, community college or high school relationships that oh, you knew. It's just a messy divorce. I don't know what's true and what's not on either side. Like I don't. Hal and I, Hal and I collectively have a friend, and I know exactly who he's talking about. Where this friend had a girlfriend, and this is exactly the type of relationship they were in. Am I wrong? No, no. People getting locked out of homes and stuff. I mean, it's sad. I, I don't know. I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge who did it. But like, dude, if you're a Vander Kane, like, think about name a guy who's had worse PR in the last like ten years in the league. Where there's smoke, there's fire. 
That's all I'm going to say. He hit the billboard in Buffalo. Scumbag. He's a scumbag. I know, but he started out so hot. He was 18 years old in Atlanta, knocking out Matt Cook. Cook. Yep. (laughs) And then, like last year, he was sick. Do you know that's the weird part? He's a great hockey player, dude. Just he's an he's like he is. I mean, all the 90s guys will get pissed if I say it, but he's like the 2021's power forward. Yeah, and if you, I agree. And if you look at like. But the flip side, Dusty Buffs, like when Dusty Buffs hates you, come on. You're probably I feel like pretty that's hateable. Yeah, you're probably a pretty hateable guy if the guy who just like shows up to camp like 80 pounds out of shape because all he wanted to do is eat hot dogs thinks you're a dick. You're probably a dick. Right. And then um, he makes bankruptcy. And speaking of hot dogs, dude, Nathan McKinnon with this whole thing. Um was it Zadorov came out and pretty much said that like McKinnon's kind of a dick to everybody that he doesn't eat pasta, but he passes on his sticks. People are like going at McKinnon for this. It's so weird. Yeah. So I think, so the way Zadorov said it, I think he was saying it in like an endearing way about like how great of a leader he was. Yeah. Um, so I can pull it up really quick. To me, I thought it was fucking funny. Like what kind of, what kind of pasta, like zucchini? Chickpea pasta, dude. I couldn't do that. Enough, ever, dude. It's not bad. I've had it before. I've had the different noodles, like vegetable noodles. I'm just saying, like, if I'm an NHL player and I want, like, can I read this? A nice, yeah, go ahead. I saw the progression in Nate's game. He is such a pro. He has a dietologist. He pays fifty grand a year. Oof. He has a live-in doctor, physiotherapist in his house during the season. He pays them a grand each day, in addition to renting them an apartment. He has his own chef, who he pays another hundred grand a year. He invested in himself and his own body so he played the highest level. He's crazy that way. He eats right. He doesn't drink. He only drinks water. Two years ago in Colorado, he got rid of all pop ice cream desserts. He got rid of them from the dressing room, pregame meals. He even got rid of white sauce for pasta. He replaced the actual pasta with chickpea pasta that has Perfect. a lot of protein. He made pros out of our entire Colorado team. There's the reason uh there's one that's one of the reasons that Colorado got such improvement. He says, guys, if you want to eat that crap, you have the offseason for that. But when you come here, there won't be anything other than us winning a cup. All the young guys see that, look up to him. Nate's like Michael Jordan. I don't want to blah, 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 blah. Essentially, as it goes down and down, it just says that you better not fucking miss a pass to him in practice. Otherwise, he loses his shit. Yeah, and he's – so my thing is this. One, he's he's good enough. Um, He's good enough to be that way. Like, all the best players, I feel like you always hear stories. That's how they are. Like, Tom Brady's like that. Michael Jordan's like that. Like, if he wants – if, like, that's how he's going to act, fine. Um. I don't think people should be mad at him or act like he's a dick. He's just doing what he thinks best. And it sounds like his teammates like it. Yeah. Me personally, do I think me and him would see eye to eye on a lot of things? In the <laughs> Probably not. Like, you know what I mean? If you're a fourth line grinder on that team, <laughs> Nate McKinnon's like, we're only drinking water tonight. Like, you're probably going to go have a couple beers and just not tell him about it. I want to say, like, if you're like a vet, if you're older than McKinnon significantly by like five or six years and you've been in the league for a while and you're kind of that wily, like, sixth or fifth defenseman or you're on like the fourth line, I don't think McKinnon's coming at you. I mean, but, I guess unless you miss his pass and warm ups, and then he's probably like, how many beers you have last night? It's like, fuck. But I get what you mean. I don't know. I thought it was like Chelios. He's not going to fucking tell Chelios he can't drink beers. Yeah, but I don't know if there's anybody on that team. No, there definitely isn't. Like, they're all being abused by this guy. Right? Like, what if Darren Helm gets there and he's like, I love pasta, though? He's gonna, like, what do you do? He's going to turn Darren Helm into an elite performer, dude. Do you believe that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I thought people blew it out of the water. It was funny. Uh, when I read it, I just laughed because you could tell that Zadorov really likes him. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Just a crazy-ass teammate. Everybody has crazy teammates. He's just a pro, dude. Pro's pro. I, although, like, do you think being his personal chef for hundred grand a year is sick, or do you yeah, think it's definitely. way more demanding than I think? No, 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 no. I bet it's sick. If you know your shit, I bet it's sick. And on top of that, I bet the food's fucking awesome. True, you're just getting leftovers. Not even leftovers. Like he's probably getting a new meal every night, but it's super healthy and tastes fucking great. True. For hundred grand a year. Yeah, not a bad job. Dietitian, fifty grand. I was looking at that one. Like if he's it sounds like he puts up room and board possibly too. Like what else does he need? What can I do? How can I join the team? What can I how can I improve his life? You know what I mean? You ever think about that? Like, I, what, what can you offer him right now? Be like, hey, Nate, give me like 60 grand in an apartment downtown Denver, and like, I'll fucking, and I'll, I'll, take your, I'll do your laundry once a week. <laughs> I'll be your, I'll be your weed guy. I don't know. I have, I have no idea. I don't think, based on this statement, I don't think Nate Dog's trying to get a weed guy. No, I just, I'm trying to think. Like, I've never even been a weed guy before. Like, I've never, I've never been like, hey, I can be your weed guy. This is, do you but feel like 60 grand a year? What? You feel sad about that? No, dude, I'm not tough enough for that. Let's get real, dude. I'm, I'm, I'd be somebody's bitch in the clink. <laughs> That's true. You know? Oh, you want it be? Fuck you. Bro. I would too, dude. I, I would, I would just fucking, I would plead for house arrest. I think <laughs> it's just solitary confinement, just spitting in his face. Yeah. All right, guys, that was episode 216 of the morning skate. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you. Uh, I kind of want to put together an award show. I got to figure out what's going on. So I'm going to be back and forth from Saratoga and Nashville the next couple weeks, but, uh, appreciate you guys listening. How any last words? That's it, dude. Big award show coming up.